the sun setting over Barcelona, and we poured ourselves a couple of beers from the tap. Grab one for yourself. It's time to unwind, step back from the day-to-day, and talk a little about life in the age of analytics. Welcome to the Vendo Terrace. All right. Sean, welcome back to the Vendo Terrace, man. Well, hello there, buddy, and how are you, sir? I'm doing really well. Uh, when did you arrive in Barcelona? Uh, two nights ago. Yeah? How's it been so far? I don't know what day of the week it is. <laughs> I think I know what the date is. <laughs> Right. Like, well, the first night, last night, awful. I woke up like every two hours. Yeah, of course. You know. The typical like, jet lag. I, I slept like a baby. I was just waking up constantly and just crying to myself. <laughs> crying yourself back to sleep? Just crying myself back to sleep. Is that different than normal or is this uh, No, just that's pretty lag? much it. That's my thing. You know, like, why God, why? Why me again? <laughs> and just cry. <laughs> Quietly cry in the corner. It's all right. <laughs> but, you know, we kicked off... Uh, the Vendos Partner Conference this year, and there's a, a lot of new faces, people yeah. I haven't met before. It was an interesting mix. The room's almost perfectly split in between people who have been here all three years, right? people who have been here for two years, and people who this is their first year. Awesome. So uh, things are interesting so far. Cool. Cool. So uh, you led a session. What was your session on? It was on meetings. Nice. nice. And so we talked probably for about half the session about what we're doing internally in our companies for meetings. Right. Right. Where are we coming across things? Where are we doing certain things? Um, I talked about, you know, the early days of startups where meetings were simple, like, hey, let's get together and have breakfast burritos, look at the surf and talk about what we're going to do with our product and our company. Right. Those were my favorite meetings. And then slowly but surely, those kind of migrated into like large corporate meetings that took two hours and were awful and that was the place you could go and hide as an employee. Right, right. <laughs> Just kills an hour out of the day. Yeah, like, oh, I know where I can hide. I can show up to this meeting. <laughs> and now where we're doing meetings inside of our company and the way we're doing things, right? So we have a kickoff meeting on Monday. Where are we going this week? And then we have daily scrums that are at the most maybe 10 minutes long. Right. That right. are standing meetings, no notes, Right. No phones. What are you doing today? What is your department doing today? How is that interacting with other departments? Where are the accomplishments you're making? Where are your bottlenecks? And then something that we're trying now at our shop is on Fridays, we're all going out to lunch together as a company. And and how many people is that? that? Right now, 15 ish. Gotcha. That's still a good size. Like you can you can get away with that at 15, I think. Right. Yeah. And so what we're trying to do from there is we're going to go out, we're going to have lunch together, and then we're going to have a two-hour, pins-down, creative meeting yeah, yeah, yeah. where we're sitting down and talking about, like, where do we really want to go? What is your dream? Where do you want to be? Right. What do we need to change to? Because, you know what, I'm finding that lots of times sitting in a conference room with the TV on, with spreadsheets up, with PowerPoints up, and with those things, I'm finding a lot of people either nodding off or getting aggressive. Really? And especially at, like, if you go past that magic one-hour yeah, point yeah. inside of a meeting, people either get irritated or they get unengaged. Right. Yeah. Right? An hour change is the most meeting. I can do and keep, yeah. and keep any kind of focus. But change that meeting to a park bench. Right. Like outside where there's stimulus and it's like, look, there's no notes here. Right. Why don't you just tell me where you guys are going? What's your feeling right now? Right. Where do you want to be? How are you going to engage? Yeah, yeah. And some of the ideas coming out of those meetings are changing the face of the company literally on a weekly basis. Right. 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 And I think that something like that can be scalable to a company of any size. And you know what? Facebook and Google is proving it to us. Right. Like they're having outdoor meetings 
where they're doing team building and meetings at the same time where they're trying to come up with creative ideas. These guys are going out and playing. I mean, if you go to Silicon Valley, you'll see huge badminton teams in the middle of the day out playing badminton with each other. Why people play that sport, no idea. <laughs> but they're playing badminton with each other, and they're literally talking about like creative ideas of where they want to go, what they want to be, where they want their team to be. Right. Right. And I think yeah. that some of the most the greatest ideas can come out of that. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's an opportunity to team build and brainstorm. And also you're engaging your employees bottom to top. Yeah. And like you're part of this and giving them an ownership over an idea they can come up with. Yeah, absolutely. I think some of my my best meetings that I've had with Clay have been walking around Barcelona or walking around. Oh, Ibiza, you know, my favorite. It just my just, favorite is a walking meeting. Yeah. Like go outside. Talk. Walk around. Let's talk about what you're feeling, where you're at today, and where you want to be. Yep, yep, absolutely. And kind of like draft off of that. And then that session shifted from internal meetings to external meetings, meetings in between different companies as you get together. And uh, came the entire thing of, and there were some really interesting things. There's probably two different books I'm going to read now and a study because it feels to me like every time I have a meeting with another company, they're lying. Yeah. Like they're liars. Yep. I've had right? that same like, experience. Why are you lying to me inside of this meeting? Why yep. are you lying about your revenue? Why are you lying about your products? Why are you like, I even know you're lying right now <laughs> right. and I'm discrediting you. So there's actually uh, a book called Blink that I'm now going to read. And there's a Harvard Business School study that's really interesting. Negotiating with liars, I think it was called. Yep. Yep. And I, I want to start dealing with when I'm going to these trade shows, am I getting value add if I'm sitting around with some of these other companies where I'm sitting down and literally they're just lying to me? Right. Right. Where am I going to get something out of this? How am I going to have an honest meeting and how am I going to negotiate with these guys? Yeah. yeah. And um, how can you break that at the beginning with somebody that you're not that familiar with? Right. You say you have to find a trick to break that that sort of mode of communication right from the start so that they can start communicating more honestly and you can get some value out of that meeting. Like, if I could, if I could get away with it, I would like to have half-hour meetings with other companies where each of us send an agenda and each of us present the agenda and have 15 minutes to talk, like maybe 10 minutes to talk about it, five minutes for a rebuttal, 10 <laughs> like minutes to talk about format. the next, right? You know, like I want it to be a presidential debate and then just like drop the mic and leave the room. And I think more would be able to get done with it than some of these ridiculous meetings where people spend huge money on dinner and entertainment and parties and they chatter in millions and there's zero follow-up, right. no action items, and nothing comes out of it. How can you break that cycle from meetings to meetings, yeah. right, where people are just padding their expense accounts? Right, right, exactly. You know, and coming back with like, oh, I had a great, you know, these are awesome synergies. Like the yeah. next time someone says synergy to me in a business meeting, I know nothing will come out of it. Right, right, absolutely. <laughs> so... That's, That's awesome. kind of like what I'm trying to like, how do we through those and get the value added yet? You know, I was in Berlin for affiliate world Europe and ended up in a lot of like impromptu meetings with random people that I met. Right. That were some of like that were kids that were yeah. well kids to me under right. the under under the age of 25. And they were probably some of the most brilliant guys that I've talked to. And I don't know how long. Right. And I came back from that show completely energized I had pure enthusiasm coming back to my business, right? Yeah. And I had a, a lot of new ideas. What do you so think? I want to have there? those meetings instead of the liar meetings. I'm not yeah. sure how to like sort through, but if anyone can come up with suggestions <laughs> of how I can vet the liars versus the people who are actually going to bring value to me, I'd really right. like to know. I'd yeah. read that book. 
<laughs> I'd buy it twice. I'd buy a copy for everyone I know. Totally. Give it to people before you meet with them. Yes. Give, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to give you this ebook. Will you please read this ebook before we meet so you can understand I need something from you out of this meeting versus right. you just lying to me because I just don't care. Right, right. So in the in the session, uh, did you did you learn anything from from the other people? Were there were there any interesting stories or anything from uh, from other people's experiences with meetings? A lot of other people talking about business to business meetings. It was really interesting how there was a couple different things that came away with. Some people refuse to have them up front. Right. Like if someone's requesting a meeting, they're asking what is this meeting pertaining to, and telling them in email beforehand, this is not of interest to me. Right. There's nothing we can do. Let's not waste our time. That's awesome. Right. Where other people are going to trade shows and basically just having open office hours. Right. right? I'm going to be at this bar for these amount of hours. Stop by and chat with me about your idea. That's probably useless. Right. But you know what? <laughs> at least I have a drink in front of me and a little <laughs> right. bit of a deal. tolerable. <laughs> so I'm, I'm willing to listen to your stupid idea that's going to change the Internet. No, I will not sign your NDA. But you right. know what? Right. At least I can have a scotch. Right. <laughs> Right. That seems a little more a little more the traditional mode. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that that's actually like a pretty good format. Like, look, if it's going to be really bad, at least I have can have a snack and a scotch while I'm <laughs> right. listening to your terrible idea. Or I'm just going to reject you via email and say no. Right. You know, like right. we need Tinder for meetings so I can just totally. start left swiping on people like, no, not interested, yeah. not interested. But like, I don't want they you. would have their elevator pitch right there. Right. And so you could say beforehand, you could read right. it and say, yeah, no, I don't like buddy, that. But this is the app. Build me the app for trade shows, please, buddy. That's just the <laughs> Tinder of trade shows. So we can just start left swiping and right yep. swiping on who we want to meet at these trade shows. It's brilliant. And actually find out up front, like, look, you get 30 words or less to tell me what you're doing. And if you can't do it in 30 I don't need you. There's, anyhow, there's no right? reason to chat. Left swipe. Yeah. yeah, just left swipe. That's it. <laughs> like I just, you know, like tell me up front that you have daddy issues and abandonment right. issues, and I'll probably right swipe <laughs> and I'll sit down in this room with you, and at least I'll understand that's what's happening. Yeah. Versus like, oh no, great, you're an emotionally sound person. That's why you're on Tinder. Like that's just not true. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, I know that you have these issues walking into it. Like, tell me, like, hey, I have a struggling company and I'm having a hard time with my falling revenue right. and I'm desperate to try something new. And we would like, have a much more productive conversation yeah, if I absolutely. know that at the start. Other than if you walk in and say that, you know, you've reinvented Facebook and you've <laughs> Uberized. Oh, you know what? This idea, it's going to be the Uber for fill right. in the blank. Like, right. oh, my God, no, God, no, please. <laughs> left swipe, left swipe. So please build me a Tinder app for trade shows. All right, we're, we're going to buy uh, it from you. We're going to get it done. <laughs> I think it's vital. So what are you looking forward to for the, uh, the rest of the sessions? Learning. Yeah. Uh, I just came out of a session that was on reorganizing teams that uh, I'm actually going to have to reflect on a few things. Yeah. That, that was, uh, so it's, it's coming to these things like I end up at least with one solid takeaway from each of these sessions, if not a few, that's going to really like set me back and question certain things. And certain ideas that I have about myself and my business and my theories. Yeah, you that's go, what's you know what? great about I'm this r- format, right? Yeah, I'm like, and just to come home and realize I'm wrong. Right, which is so, awesome because that yeah. means you're learning, right? Like people are afraid of being wrong about things. But I mean, it's, it's if you discover that you're wrong about something, that means you're learning. That means you can change and adapt. And that's, that's healthy. I agree. Like if, if I can be wrong more often, that's great. If I can admit to my mistakes, that's great. Yep. You know, like if someone can come up to me and say like, you really shouldn't have done this, you should have done this way. Awesome. Yeah. I want to learn from you. Please. Yep. Right? Absolutely. So I, I, I got an interesting takeaway that I'm really going to have to think about for a while from my last meeting. That's 
that I'm going to have to reflect on and <laughs> do some meditating. Yeah, I'm going to like literally like it's coming. Like I heard this statement in this meeting that was like, well, I don't want to reorganize or touch this team because they're one of the highest revenue uh, profit generating teams inside of my company. And I was thinking about that. Like, why don't you like when is the good the enemy of what's best? Right. Like, right. when do you not touch those things and have meetings with those teams and actually try to disrupt that team? Because how do you know you're not leaving Right. twice the profit on the right. table, three times the revenue on the table. But yeah. it comes into that thing of like, ideas come from the younger generation, not me. Like, right. I might be the hippo in the room, but really I'm the dinosaur, right? And I really want someone younger than me to teach me what's going on. Sure. So sure. my meetings, I want constantly driven by the lowest man on the totem pole. Like, right. I'd rather have the meeting driven by the janitor Versus right. the CEO, because the janitor actually knows how the business is running because he's literally cleaning up the feces, right? Yeah, absolutely. Where I'm just sure. showing up to the office and it's just like this sparkling, clean, fresh scent place. Yeah, and everything's, like, everything's kind of been cleaned before it's been shown to you, right? So right, you're not exactly. seeing the dirt. Right, so I don't need to run these meetings. Someone else does. I right. need to participate inside of them and try to figure out how I can contribute to their teams right. versus dictating to their teams what they should do. That's, that's another big takeaway I got. Yeah, that's something I try to do a lot is is with with my teams is when we when we once the vision's laid out and everyone knows, you know, sort of where we're headed and what we're what we're trying to do and that kind of thing. I, I try to switch roles. Right. So that then I my job is is support for the team. Right. So I'm not I'm not in these meetings and in, in these, uh, you know, whatever it is that we're working on as an executive, I'm there to help make sure that they've got what they need and that the process is going well. And I can, you know, kind of help and tweak the process as it goes on. But, you know, I really see my role at that point is just helping them to, to make sure that they can do the thing that they're hired to do really well, that they're in a, you know, they're in a good process. They've got a good team, everything's running smoothly and then kind of get out of the way of it because, you know, I know, I know what I know, right? But I've hired these people because of what they know. And that's a really important thing to, to, you know, to get into with your team. You know, if it's all about what I know, I mean, I could have done that, you know, just myself. And I know what the limits of that are. You know, I, I need to know what they know. I mean, it's, it's funny. My father-in-law really, like, sits on the business theory of the fact that his success is derived from the fact that he hires people smarter than him. Right. He's like, exactly. if he walks into a room and he's the smartest guy in the room, he's in the wrong room. Right. 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 And so if he's not leaning on intelligence from his teammates, from his employees, right, if he's not hiring someone smarter to come up with a better idea than his. Yeah. He's screwed. And you know what? I don't have the best idea in the room. Right. I might have the most experience. Right. So I can try to help with that bottleneck. But you know what? My idea is probably not the best one. And I need to remember that inside of my internal meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, Thanks for coming by the terrace. It's been uh, it's been awesome. So, uh, uh, what's on the rest of the week? Are you just are you just in town for the sessions, and then where are you headed? Off to Amsterdam, and then back home. Cool. So cool. I'm gonna go to the dam for a little bit, get weird there, you know. <laughs> so, try to find something dirty. Yep, yep. That's you what know. Amsterdam's all about. Uh, unfortunately, I have meetings almost every day, every half hour. So it's gonna be completely <laughs> awful and useless. And if I had this dating app that you were going to build me for meetings, then <laughs> I would be able to go to the Van Gogh Museum instead, right? Because exactly. I left swiped on everyone. Instead, I'm going to have to hear about revolutionizing ideas yep. on the internet. So please, Everyone's buddy, gonna get it. to work. Help my life. <laughs> All right. We're on it, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks, buddy.